Hey friends, this is Boss Barista. I'm Ashley Rodriguez. Sonder is one of those words you don't hear very often. It's a noun, and it means, quote, the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own, populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. And it feels sort of right that this word would be used to describe the experience of going to a coffee shop. Coffee shops are universal meeting places, places that you can sit, watch people come in and out, meet new friends, and contemplate the pace of life. Shanita Nicholas and Amanda Jane Thomas are the co-owners of Sip and Sonder in Inglewood in Los Angeles. They chose to incorporate the word Sonder into the name of their coffee shop because their space is so much more than just a place to get coffee. It's a neighborhood meeting zone, a shop that residents can claim as their own. It's meant to reflect the needs of the community that they're in. I first chatted with Shanita and Amanda in 2018, when they shared their initial mission for Sip and Sonder. Shanita and Amanda met in New York, working as lawyers at a firm in Manhattan, and discovered that their dreams, although seemingly dissimilar, actually aligned perfectly. Together, they dreamed big and decided to combine their visions and open up a coffee shop in California. Before they ever opened or served coffee, Shanita and Amanda focused on community and placemaking. They started the LA Black Investors Club, bridging the gap between Black creators and access to capital. They partnered with local businesses, folks who would later become their neighbors, And they continue to operate their space with an ever-evolving lens, focusing on what they need, what their community needs, right now, in real time. In a way, Sonder is a perfect word to attribute to them as well. They're always looking outward, always discovering something new, even in this conversation that you're about to listen to. This is an interview to listen to that'll make you feel rejuvenated and motivated. Hopefully it'll encourage you to look outward as well and wonder about the complex lives of others. Here are Shanita and Amanda. And to kick us off, can you both introduce yourselves? Yeah, um, my name is Shanita Nicholas. I'm one of the co-founders of Stephen Sonder. I'm with yeah, and um, Amanda Jane Thomas, also one of the co-founders of Stephen Sonder. We're so happy to be talking with you, Ashley. I'm so excited to talk to the two of you, and I've been thinking about this word a lot. What does Sonder mean to both of you? Yeah. yeah, it's such a special, you know, word. I so special that we renamed our entire shop after <laughs> it. Um, but that idea, you know, the, the full definition, uh, how it's colloquially defined, is the realization that everyone around you is living their own unique lives, have their own ambitions. Uh, really, that sense of being both an individual in this kind of moving um, world and also being connected 
um, to each person that we encounter, you know, whether it's a, an actual physical connection or just an awareness um, of one another. And, you know, that was an energy and a feel that we really wanted the shop to, um, to, to develop and, you know, to be part of the experience of walking into Sip and Sonder. Um, you know, you can be here and you can be by yourself. You can meet up with friends. You can um, really just engage in the community at large in such a um, an open way uh, of just being. Yeah, it's really it's really cool because you know you look at we're all so different, right? We all are living different lives. We live across you know different places, different routines, different just everything, and that can you know the fo- even in me saying that the focus is often on just how different everyone is, and we all are. But you know it's really about what is that? What does it mean to have empathy, and what is that point of connection? And I think that it's like even at, you know someone living across the country, completely what appears to be a different life on paper. You know, I may not know the specifics of that. You know their story and their ins and outs, but I can relate to the fact that their life may be busy. They have different obligations. They have different passions and whatever that is, I might not know it intricately, but even just being able that the, you know, point of connection where it's like, I can empathize with someone that has a life that's full of their own worries and routines and craziness and up and down and what have you. And even that it's that realization itself, which is, you know, that's that Sonder that is that starting point of connection. And it's such a, you know, it's such an awesome concept because it really is um, kind of that, that entryway to like, okay, how can you connect to folks? Even folks that maybe on paper may be, you know, seem so different from you. And, and, but it, but um, it's that, that kind of entryway. And that's kind of what we, you know, with Sip and Sonder as a space, um, actually having a physical space where it's like, how are folks, you know, this is that entryway to connect and how are people doing it? They're doing it over, you know, amazing coffee. And so it really, you know, just the the word was something that resonated with she and I so much. Um, So much so that we named a a coffee house after it. It's it's such an evocative term, you know, like you can imagine somebody in your coffee shop, like sitting and almost like looking around mm-hmm. and being like, what is everybody else experiencing in their life? It's such a, mm-hmm. it's so easy to visualize mm-hmm. what that feeling is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we've done it ourselves yeah. <laughs> Just when, when we were fully open. Um, you know, I think at the point when uh, I always think of the, the first day that someone walked in um, to come to the, the coffee house that we didn't know <laughs> it was okay we're, we're we're real we're in it there's you know they they're not connected to us in any way and then it became that like what is their what's their story you know mm-hmm. what are they doing here today um and that just continued to grow um as, as we were you know in the community for longer and longer of, of looking around and you know seeing people who are drawing you know these amazing artworks and uh, on their computers and, and doing music <laughs> with their headphones on or um, reading, things like that. You know, it was just, it, you know, one of the things that, I, you know, I know I miss a lot about being open is is having those moments mm-hmm. of just um, seeing how other people are being. Yeah. And coffee, coffee shops are so amazing for that. Like a coffee shop is somewhere that, you know, you can go by yourself. 
if you if that's if you so desire and just you know grab a seat and completely just be lost in your own world observing taking in everything you know or you can actually you know meet with people or connect or you know what have you but the opportunity to um just sort of have a moment where you are by yourself and you know as she said like you're just in and you but actually gazing around and really you know you're seeing people and you really you know you people watch and mm-hmm. but you really see like people are are it's it's such a it's a it's an awesome experience I think to have and then with the thought of you know Sonder like specifically if someone's in, in our space it's like you're just kind of you know you're just scanning the room and you're like wow like everyone is just completely up to amazing things and their own, you know, things. And, and it's kind of like, it's this kind of awesome moment where you're just like, wow, there's so much happening, but it's also this, it's this almost weird feeling of you feel connected in a way because mm-hmm. you're part of that as well. Like someone might be gazing at you and being like, you know, I wonder what they're up to. or I wonder what they're, what's going on in their life. Um, so as much as you're, do, you're doing that yourself, you're part of that. What I loved about that explanation of the term Sonder is that it made me think of moments in my life where a friendship is made just by sharing a drink or like I share a fact about myself or my day and a new partnership is made because of that. Um, And I was wondering if there are moments in your own lives that that moment, that Sonder moment really affected you or something that you can think back on and say like, oh yeah, like that actually did transform my life or did make a big change for me yeah I think I'm thinking in my head to to pick the one on you know one thing that I know led me to even talking with Amanda um about my my dreams and my goals you know so even before Sip and Sonder was a, a Sip and Sonder was the idea of just you know talking about our passions um what we were interested in you know we were both working um, as attorneys, still work as attorneys, but at, at our respective law firms, uh, and taking that moment to to connect with another person, you know, we and that and that conversation, I, there was no way we would have imagined that that would have ended up with what we where we are now and the the partnership that we've been able to build um, in the space that we've built together. Uh, but having that that moment of connection and and vulnerability. Um, to one another to talk about what those passions are on um, that alone. I mean, that's changed my trajectory in, in um, so many ways, you know, um, so to, to have that and have created a space for where other people can, can continue to have that option, that connecting point. Um, you know, I've, I've seen uh, scrolling down on, on Instagram now, um, more time to do that than I had before. Uh, but seeing, you know, there's individuals that are are posting up their new businesses or their their networks, and seeing Sip and Sonder in the background, and it's like, wow, like how, you know, not even that, ever knowing that that was something that was happening behind the scenes, um, and hearing about other people connecting in that way, you know, that that is certainly impactful for them, but it's impactful for us too. I think as you know, I, I keep going and and we're doing something right here, um. I don't, yeah, there's just a, a kind of pause and let a manner respond, but there's so many times of, of just talking to people who are in the space and, and shaping how um, I approach the rest of the day, you know, and, and same for them of, okay, there, there's some momentum here. I'm encouraged. I'm inspired. Uh, I want to continue to inspire other people as well. Uh, those little things can, can really 
alter the, the shape of your, your day and weeks and months. I wrote down this phrase, uh, you, we know that we're doing something right, um, which made me think back to when I first started talking to you folks, when you were first opening. Um, so I want to go backwards a little bit um, and talk about how how you decided to open up a coffee shop and what were some of the what were some of like the initial thoughts and concerns? Like, what did you want to do when you've both decided like, oh, let's let's do something together. Let's let's form this partnership. Like, but what 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 are we going to do? Like, what's what's the next step? Yeah, I kind of go back to the, that conversation I was talking about. <laughs> you know, I was musing about my my coffee enthusiasm and, you know, um, talking about my favorite coffee shops and how cool it would be to, to, to own one or to be able to be in that space. Um, and hearing Amanda, you know, at the time, initially what felt like a completely disparate passion, yeah. you know, on, I'll kind of let, let, you speak on that and, and your passions, but they kind of came together in a way. Um, but but I'll, yeah, yeah, it's 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 funny because you know full disclosure, I probably never would have imagined. I I, I always envisioned um, doing the kind of work that we're doing now, but didn't see that and, and envision that it would be in the eyes of a coffee shop, right? Um, you know, when when Shanina and I would talk about kind of what we were passionate about and, and so on, it worked, you know, she shared, you know, her, her passion of coffee and my history with coffee was, you know, a little different. I didn't really frequent as many coffee houses growing up and part of, you know, that not being, um, you know, those not being as, as present in, in the communities that I, that I grew up in, but what I did, the ones that I did visit, it really was, you know, I really appreciated having, having a space, you know, where I could kind of be lost in my own thoughts and, and, and gaze out the window and sort of, you know, I grew up in, in, in Brooklyn, New York and went to school in, in high school in, in Manhattan. And that's that kind of that bustle of really having the experience. I mean, I'd hear about other folks, even in talking with Shanita, having that experience to be in those spaces and, and, you know, wanting almost that experience for myself. Um, but, you know, kind of where that, then that connection was made with things that, you know, I was passionate about. I, um, in undergraduate, part of what I studied was sociology and really spending a lot of time thinking about, um, you know, the build, how, how societies develop and how communities develop and, um, spent a, a time thinking through and, and, you know, focusing on the development of communities and really, you know, urban development um, and really the thoughts that go into when when communities are, are created and kind of planned out, the idea of placemaking is one of the is one of the things that's on the table. And it really is what is our approach to the design of these communities with public open accessible spaces and why they're important. Um, and, and the reason ultimately is the way that they contribute to people's happiness and well-being, the well-being and the health and joy of a of a community. You know, when someone's like, okay, you know, this is the design. We're going to have a park here. We're going to have, you know, an a open recreation area here. Um, you know, coffee shops being part of those design and, and why is they occupy this third space. You know, there's home, there's school or work, um, but there's this other space outside of those that's open, that's public, accessible, and um, are thought into a design because of all of the great things that can come from those spaces, right? Um, creation, connection, um, you know, happiness, just all of the above. And so, and really kind of 
uh, us talking about, you know, our, our respective passions and, you know, my background within the kind of generally creative space and music and art and culture and that being something that I wanted to be able to explore more, it was like this moment where even though they see, they see, you know, at first, you know, mention disparate coffee over here, community space with art and culture and music and, you know, on the other side, they really were in us discussing more, you know, us realizing that they were completely aligned and, you know, coffee being such an amazing conduit to have that, that connection. And as that, you know, starting, starting point for, for just all the good stuff that comes out of having, having a space like Sip and Sonder, um, you know, coffee is, is, is the perfect conduit for that, you know, every, no matter where you're from, what town, what city, you know, at some point in your life, you've either said yourself or had someone say to you, let's grab a cup of coffee, you know, as that, you know, whether, whether they were a coffee drinker or not, or whether they, you know, were especially into specialty coffee or just your, you know, run of the mill, that's a, that phrase is something, again, that Sonder, like it's that, you know, we can all kind of relate to that idea. And, and it was, you know, in, in us talking and actually having that discourse and, um, kind of coming to that realization, I think for our, between the two of us that, wow, this is, this is, they're, they're perfectly aligned and it makes sense. And they, and now it's so hard to see them divorce, yeah. like coffee in the space we have. It's, it's hard to see a world where we didn't see like that. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so interesting hearing you talk about all the good things with, that come from a, a space, you know, and I, I think with coffee as a conduit in particular, and kind of going back to actually what you were talking about a little earlier in the conversation on what does it mean to open a coffee shop in you know a predominantly black and, and brown community and you know those initial uh, you know discussions around gentrification uh what does it mean for someone who's not from the community uh to to do that uh to open that type of a, a space um that really starts to to get people thinking okay there's there's someone coming in to take over or a displacement and you know that was something that that was important to both of us because we not only understood that intellectually but we experienced that 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 was our lives growing up you know and um, amanda in new york and between brooklyn and in Harlem, um, I'm kind of all over the place, but seeing a lot of that in, in DC. And then when I moved to New York as well, um, that feeling of, of that eventual and, and then actual displacement uh, in a lot of ways. And so it was balancing. And, and I think, you know, those early on conversations between the two of us, that balance of understanding all the, the good things that come from the type of space that we wanted to create and also the, the um, potential impact uh, that that um, even just the the verbiage of that kind of space within the community that that reflected our identities um, could have, uh, and so you know all of that that alignment. I think one on on both being aware of that and, and taking it very um, seriously, uh, and all the other things that we individually were excited about that we have now kind of mutually become excited about really. Uh, aligned for us in, in that way of thinking and how we were going to approach um, opening up Sip and Sonder, especially in, in such a vibrant community that we weren't initially from. You know, we're not originally from here. 
I think it's a pretty big deal that the two of you were colleagues at work, had these conversations about, you know, Shanita, you are passionate about coffee. Amanda Jane, you're passionate about art and community. And you start having these conversations, realizing that you're in alignment. And then you decide to move cross country together <laughs> and open up a coffee shop. I, don't, I mean, you, I mean, you must realize how big that is. When you say what that is, it's, it's like, we're laughing because yeah, hearing it. Right. Like I'm laughing. Like if someone told me that, I'd be like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, you know, I think that it's, it's probably, I think, one of the, and you know, one of the things that I think Shanita and I also connected on was, you know, you know, discussions of, of our their passions and how those are actually one in the same. I think also a point of connection was we, I think even to allow ourselves the time and the space to really discuss openly dreams and passions, I think that that came from a place of um, there being a similar sort of think big and think boldly and kind of not really be be confined by what you know is maybe thought of that we should be doing um you know especially being attorneys by trade you know that even that thought where it's like okay we have these even the 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 being honest about having passions outside of the law and not being afraid to even explore those i think that it kind of part and parcel of that was really you know, being like, well, if we're, while we're thinking big and while we're kind of thinking completely out of, outside the box, um, you know, part of that includes, it goes even farther. And literally, you know, the imagining of where this could be, you know, it, it, it just so happened that in addition to kind of having Aligned Passion, Shanita and I, you know, individually and together, both loved and had wanted to to be in Los Angeles you know Shanita had moved out to Los Angeles after we left um this the law firm that we we met at and we actually Sip and Sonder was born in one of those visits her visits back east we would keep in contact anytime she was in town meet up and we you know um you know meet and, and just talk and we, we were friends and that was born out of that so when when we kind of were like okay Sip and Sonder and then like, okay, so where do we, where are we going to do this? You know, myself, I've been trying to move to, um, to California since I was in, well, before college, I thought that going to school out here was a, a easy transition into, you know, a new, a new life, a new state, um, didn't work out short, 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 long, long story short. So I wasn't able to make it out for college, then moved back to New York, um, after college, came, went back, you know, didn't make it out again for law school. So at that point I was like, man, how am I going to get out there? And, and so in, it was completely even, you know, happenstance that we both had this desire to even be out here. So when we were talking about like, well, where do we, where do we open Sip and Sonder? We're like, well, should, should we do it? And I don't even, who's, we're just like, it just got, we were like, well, maybe let's do it in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and then we were like, that's crazy, but Okay. okay. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think we knew exactly when you were going mm-hmm. when Amanda was gonna move out here. Um yeah, it was a it was a crazy idea. But, <laughs> but but I think what you identified, Amanda, is this idea that it's not just about the two of you having this alignment of ideas. It seems a lot more 
ethereal is not quite the right word, but it's like, it's like when you, when you vibe with somebody immediately and it's beyond just like interest, it's like an ability to think in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you said, like you both allowed yourselves to dream big Mm -hmm. and that's huge. Like, I don't, I think that that's not something to be glossed over, especially when you talk about relationships between people. Mm -hmm. Um, There is something really beautiful about like having complete openness and trust with someone where you're like, I can share my dreams with you and you won't be like you're that's stupid or whatever mm-hmm. you're instead like that's cool like let's talk more about this yeah um yeah I, I so I think that. that that's why I wanted to talk about this this you know this idea kind of being born between you two and then moving across country to do this thing because it it speaks to your partnership really beautifully yeah that's I'm, I'm so grateful for Shanita I think that like you know even when it, we, and something we can all relate, we're, you know, in whatever job we're in and we're working and we maybe have other passions, but it's like, how does that even start to crystallize and, and take form? And I think that, you know, I'm really, I'm really just so grateful to have met Shanita and then be, us be able to kind of have that space to really just share. And it was a long period of time where it was just, it, you know, some of those conversations were just like, I'm so miserable or I'm so like, what, 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 what's the next step? And, and really not, not having that direction yet and not knowing. And I think it really is, I think having, I can say like for myself, having someone else, even to, with a bold idea, kind of keep ourselves accountable mm-hmm. and on a timeline, like, you know, if it wasn't, if I didn't have, you know, a business partner and then had, um, you know, even if that first time thinking, okay, LA it is, there's so many opportunities to start to second guess yourself and be like, ah, well actually, you know, maybe not and talk yourself out of it. And I think that, you know, having, having, um, each other to kind of every step of the way where I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Or, oh my God, I'm nervous about this. Or, oh, is this, this is, you know, while I think having each other to, kind of like keep us honest and pushing forward you know I don't think it you know sitting here and talking to you I think it really is dawning on me how just how important that was because I think that you know left to you know own devices like would that time you know there's all the opportunity where you start getting in your head and you're just like this is you know and and like we all can relay all the doubt comes in and the um and and who knows what that timeline would have been or at all you know I think it's so I think you know I feel like every time we, we have conversations something new comes up in our, <laughs> for us um but but same you know with with Amanda on having this energy that you connect with to create an even bigger energy and and that's you know feels like what happened here you know I, I think um with Amanda and I, I think about even the other women at the law firm that we were at together Mm-hmm. Um, was very special. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was really special to have the the network that we were able to build within um, within the firm. It was a a group of black women, and and we would get together every Friday morning, and we, you know, it was our our self care moment. <laughs> um, and I think that support, and and that's what we continue. You know, I kind of think about like, why do we feel so compelled to to, to provide that to other people and to that work space. together? We, we, it was like space, having yeah. that space. Mm-hmm. I think especially, you know, in corporate America, a big law, Wall Street law firm, working literally around the clock, mm-hmm. you're, you know, your life, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And I think that it was us having to kind of intentionally carve out and fight for and maintain a space where we mm-hmm. could just be 
you know? And I think that it's so much, it's so funny because I don't think I really realized it actually until now, you know, it was that the effort of trying to find space yeah. and, and hold space and inhabit is something that I think we all in so many ways do and have done starting years and years ago, you know? And I don't think that we necessarily see it as such. And I think that it's, that 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 effort you know continues has continued all the way through to what we you know wanted to do and are continue to strive to do at sip and sonder um and and it really you know i can when we can definitely say the the creation of that space in you know what was it the sixth floor of this you know 30 something 40 floor you know skyscraper in the middle of midtown new york city like that the the carving out of that space literally was enabled us mm-hmm. to eventually be where we are now right so we we know for a fact what can happen when you have a space where you can connect with folks that whether they're similar to you or maybe different but even be able to meet connect and have you know that safe space to share and to think big and to yeah. or just sit still and be quiet because I think part of being able to achieve something is also you know we were working around the clock so actually being able to come together and it be like all right we're just going to do some meditation or yoga and like have some quiet time that's also super important <laughs> so kind of that 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 balance okay, of like yeah, yeah every, everything else happening it's so wonderful to hear moments of almost connecting the dots a little bit (laughs) and I imagine um I think Amanda you mentioned that you were a sociology Mm -hmm. major which you'll find every time I interview somebody about connections and big themes I find out they're sociology (laughs) majors so (laughs) which is I was also a sociology major so that's why I'm also very excited (laughs) about it um but I think that those are like so those that's such a powerful moment to realize that something that happened, you know, like holding space um, with this group of women at your law firm almost helped propel this like physical manifestation of an actual space to connect, to be quiet or to be creative and connect with other people and be, you know, see what your neighbor is doing or to just sit and read a book and just observe Mm -hmm. others and imagine the hundreds of lives that kind of come in and out. Um, So let's talk about the actual space a little bit because you folks moved to Inglewood and you opened Sip and Sonder, but not not entirely as a coffee shop at first. So can you talk a little bit about what it was like to open up the space? Yeah. So we, you know, our, our first uh, endeavor to, together was through a nonprofit that we still um, operate called the LA Black Investors Club. Uh, and, and, and that nonprofit was, was and continues to be focused on connecting um, entrepreneurs within the Black and brown communities, um, specifically now in South LA and Inglewood, uh, with access to business resources, the legal resources uh, that we were connected to, and also capital resources. So identifying, you know, the privileges that that we had and in our own uh, professional lives, and how we could, you know, act ourselves as a conduit through our the, the nonprofit. Uh, and so we were doing events with, within uh, within that, and we honed in onto you know what community feels you know true to us, what's home for us, where can we really connect to and build um, with other people, and you know South LA and Inglewood just 
I don't even remember making a decision about it. It just was. Uh, and so we were hosting events on you know, Market Street uh, with our, you know, who are now our neighbors on the street, uh, but utilizing their space and connecting with them um, on what they were building out and how we could um, be an addition to that on, you know, within the community. And so, you know, our, our initial connection to, to Inglewood and, and specifically Market Street, where, where we sit now, was through those events um, at those spaces, which, you know, included pitch competitions, um, fireside chats, uh, some larger panel events around um, business development and entrepreneurship and investment. Uh, within the community specifically and so you know at that initial before we ever even looked at the space to sign a lease we we had that that connection building yeah it really was you know it's it's really about you know that we were talking just a bit ago about energy and I think that there's something about you know we 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 chose to be in Inglewood, but I think also it was almost like we were pulled to Inglewood. And there's something about when there's an energy that it's a contagious energy of there's so much creativity and there's so much, um, there's so much, so much happening in Inglewood in terms of um, ideas and, and desire for connection and desire for creation and, and, and it's contagious. And it's, it's, it's like, it, it's one of those things that makes you realize how important it is to be around um, in certain certain um, environments where that there there's that kind of momentum, and that really what was was what we felt was happening in Inglewood, which is why you know through our nonprofit we we just and we just were here and doing our events, and then once Sip and Sonder, you know, kind of came to crystallization, it was literally like a natural. It was like, well, we have to be here. <laughs> like this is, it's a no-brainer, you know. And it's so beautiful because now we're on Market Street, downtown Inglewood, and you know, we're we're now neighbors with, you know, places that we had programming. Our nonprofit had programming before we had a space. You know, we'd have um, programming at like a, you know, a theater that's one block down and another gallery, you know, in the other direction. And now we're neighbors where we were their clients kind of before our nonprofit was their client. And now we're, we, we're their neighbors and, and not even, you know, now sitting here and, you know, we're at Sip and Sonder now and thinking that it really is that full circle that sort of, you know, happened exactly in the, in the kind of the way that it, it, it's hard to see it happening any other way now. Um, you know, it wasn't our intention, you know, when we were doing the programming with, with our nonprofit, you know, Labit, uh, rather Sip and Sonder hadn't yet been crystal, you know, that crystallization of that idea. So the month, the minute that that did happen, um, it was like an automatic shoe-in. It was like, well, we're here. We, we <laughs> love this community. We've been here and building connections. So now having a physical space to actually physically, tangibly has a community that already we've, we've worked on building just as that no-brainer. Yeah, you know, I think when we, you know, initially signed our lease and what was it, June 2017, you know, we, we thought we were going to be open September 2017. Very ambitious. Uh, very ambitious there. Uh, Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Not things you learn as you try to build a coffee shop, you know. (laughs) 
Uh, but we, we really, we came into a blank space, you know, not, not only a blank space, we came into a space that was something else that was completely different <laughs> than what we were building. And so that build out project took a lot of more time than we thought and the efforts behind it. And it really, what it did though, was allow us to kind of go back to something Amanda said was think big because we had this open slate uh, of a platform, you know, that certainly created more, more work <laughs> and more effort. Um, but I, I, I do think that it's one of the reasons that Sip and Sonder and the way that it is now is so special because it was born from, you know, those, those early on events and the opening of the space well before we had coffee. Uh, and, and, you know, one of our very first events within this space was September 2017 uh, was with Arlen Hamilton, who's uh, one of, um, you know, not as many as there, there should be, but there will be <laughs> black women um, fund, fund managers um, and, and directors. And so we, you know, we're able to have her within this space and this community that had all this vibrancy, but didn't necessarily have um, as many of the connections that it now has to add to capital and those resources um, and things like that. So to be able to open our doors, to look around and say, okay, we may not have walls, but we have, you know, we know where to rent chairs from for tonight. We know how to open our doors right now and, and people can come in um, and we can provide something right now, you know, even, you know, two years before, almost two years before we, we actually officially opened. And so, you know, all of that history and, and the people that come in that, that did come in those early on events from the community were part of that journey with us. Um, and, and there's a sense of ownership with that. And I, I love the, the sense of ownership that the community both has and feels when they come in the space. Um, and, and I think a lot of that was because of that, that kind of journey to, to where we are. That's a really critical point, I think, the idea of sense of ownership, because I think one of the reasons that coffee shops are often seen as the maybe first strike in a gentrifying neighborhood or in a neighborhood that's changing is that a coffee shop opens and it is clearly not for the people who live there. Mm -hmm. And there's no sense of community building done for a lot of coffee shops, but it seems like just by the foundations of what Sip and Sonder is, like that was never a possibility. Like it was always going to be about community building. And I imagine that that's proven itself to be both important and valuable, especially now during COVID. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, we, what we what everything that we do here is really in response to what the community you know wants and and ease and part of you know even though we didn't in retrospect we wouldn't want to ever kind of undertake another several year opening trajectory right like that's just for you know business reasons right like that's not a goal like anyone would have in opening a business understandably but that having happened and you know i i do think that we you know we look back at that and we think that that was really the trajectory that we we were almost you know destined to have for better or worse because it really enabled us to really create and be very sure about, you know, as, as, you know, foundationally, who are we, what are, what's our ethos and what are we about, you know? And I think that really um, having the opportunity 
to have the time to develop that. Um, and it, it really kind of set us up to, you know, our tagline is for the community, for the culture. And it's something that even, you know, our development of that and, and it, 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 we had to take the time and, and actually interacting with the community itself to be like, if that's what we're claiming to, to be about, you, how, like, what does that mean? Like, how, how, like, you know, like question mark, right? And so the figuring out that, that, that answer, and it's, you know, this is not past tense, it's an ongoing effort. Um, it really, it, it, it's what the difference you know, and it's something you alluded to earlier, but you know what it means to enter into community in in, in your most authentic way and and mindfully and authentically. And we are, you know, Sip and Sonder, part of you know the experience that we want folks to have is is that authentic experience. And to you know, you know, what does it mean to really just be your true authentic self and and have a space for that. And we can't say that that's what we want for people if we were to have entered into the very community we're in in any other way mm-hmm. but that. I imagine a lot of that authenticity comes from the safety that the two of you have created between each other, as you were talking about earlier, having the safety to dream big and share your passions. And I, I kind of hate using this word just because it's one of those words that gets used in coffee all the time. <laughs> but it seems like there's so much intentionality in the way that you have built Sip and Sonder, even from the name, like coming back all the way back to the idea of Sonder, like this is almost like a meta experiment <laughs> in coffee shop and community building, but it it feels like there is no possible way that you could enter Sip and Sonder or be, you know, the two of you without really thinking critically about walking into a space and saying like, what's happening here? What is actually happening besides someone's coming to get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more happening than that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny because the more I think, sitting here and, and we're, we're talking, I'm thinking, you know, Shanita and I, way that we connect, I mean, we would do yoga and meditation. <laughs> it's like so fitting. I think that we both very much are, we're, we're thinkers and like we, you know, I think we are or like to and it's an ongoing effort but kind of being feel about how we're feeling our emotions like our you know and and being aware of just like there's a a a larger energy around us and I think that that's something that we you know that that's done it was like one of the initial reasons why just even like pre-sip and sonder pre when it's literally just like okay two young women at this law firm hey i'm amanda hi i'm shanita and literally just meeting i think that that was when a connection and i and in this because i see i guess that has it's continued you know i think that it, in terms of just how we um you know how we uh, have approached sip and sonder and and um i think that 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 we try to be really mindful. It's something that is important to each of us just in our personal lives, right? Um, so that spilling over into into Sip and Sonder because, you know, if Sip and Sonder didn't exist, it's still how I would, you know, pour and obviously no one's perfect. We we're, we alter, we, we, but um, how we at, at least set out to try to live just more generally. I think about um, that phrase, you know, the best way to be happy is to be happy. Mm. You know, it's that idea. <laughs> Not always easy to implement but mm. and, and execute, but it's that idea of, like, the, the best way to, to be 
what you want is to be it. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's what we were able to one be for one another. Um, like I know I've grown tremendously and watching Amanda um, and, and taking on as much of all the goodness she has, all the, you know, the great qualities um, and, and, impl and um, kind of implementing that into my own um, experiences and, and continue to watch her grow in that and continue to, to want to be a better person as, as a result of that. Um, you know, I think that's what we also put into the, the, the space to, to Amanda's point here. Um, and, I, and I do like the word intentionality because I, I think that's what it is. I think, you know, I kind of am probably more um, uh, in, in a spiritual way of like, what are we, what are we putting out? What is that energy mm -hmm. um, that, that we're exuding? Because, you know, that, that's, the, that's the, the world we're going to step into. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're stepping into the, the world that we're envisioning. And so to be able um, to envision with a partner that, that has that alignment, that forces me to, to think big you know I don't know if I would have thought as big without those early you know our, our conversations and our connection um and really you know path out even write out and talk about what's the world that we want to step into uh and, and then create it what are you folks working on now what's the future look like for you yeah we are so excited we have our Newest addition to the Civ Squad, our roaster, <laughs> which we have <laughs> aptly named Sage. Uh, so we started roasting um, in house over, uh, you know, during quarantine. <laughs> we um, shifted Yay. into a new area. Um, always, you know, was always part of our, our plan to bring roasting in house. You know, it was a, a passion. I, uh, you know, that I, I spoke about a little earlier on in our connection and that we've really grown together um, to plan out and get excited over, um, you know, being within this COVID environment have sped things up a bit and thinking innovatively um, on that. So, you know, we weren't planning to do it until <laughs> probably closer to now or, or, you know, entering into the new year, um, but we were able to get things together and um, have been doing some sourcing um, ourselves, we have shipped across the, the country. I think almost every state where we got to take yeah. off. <laughs> we have to do it. Like I'm not But it's been such an amazing experience from you know sourcing and, and cupping to come up with the profiles um, that we feel really proud of and to, to provide to our community um, to engage our team within that process and expand. You know, not only ourselves within within the coffee industry, but also our team uh, who, who came to us. A lot of the individuals um, and, and the part of the SIP squad came to us wanting to further explore within the coffee industry and, and in ways that they hadn't been able to before. Um, and, and so being able to bring that as well. Um, and it's just darn good coffee. Like, it's just really good coffee that we're able to roast mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and have that experience. Um, you know, design work, packaging, all of the above. Um, it, it's just been one of those dreams come true, you know? Cool. Is there anything else that we left on the table that you want to talk about before we close out? You know, one thing I will, I'd like to mention, um, and we kind of spoke about it a lot more in the summer and then it dies out. And um, the idea of, I think a couple of things, you know, intersectionality within, within industries that have 
historically not had representation. Um, you know, I, I think coming into the coffee industry from an ownership perspective, both as a storefront and now as a roaster, um, there's a lot that we there's a lot that we bring to the table, uh, and and I I just want to express that out loud. <laughs> Thank you both so much for taking time to talk to me. I think it's 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 hard to put this quite into words because I interview a lot of people and there are so many amazing and fantastic people, but there's something about talking to the both of you where it feels like we're we're almost making like a map together, like we're making <laughs> or like a connect the dots, like a sort of thing. Like there are a bunch of dots everywhere, and then like when I talk to you both it's interesting to see you both connect these dots even in real time um and that's really special uh so thank you for for taking time to talk with me thank you for for yeah for having space for us yeah yeah Yeah. awesome it's been great you know us connecting kind of a couple years ago and now still being able to connect and um it's just it's lovely so thank Mm -hmm. you i agree i agree it's so nice to see your story evolve That was Shanita Nicholas and Amanda Jane Thomas. This was maybe one of the best conversations I've ever had on the show. And if you enjoyed listening to this conversation, I encourage you to visit Sip and Saunders' website. We can learn more about their cafe and order coffee, coffee that they're roasting. You can also keep up with them on Instagram at Sip and Saunders. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.